0: Across Canada, April 28th has been designated the day of mourning. And on this day, workers, you know, families, employers, communities across BC come together to remember those workers who have lost their lives on the job, as well as to help renew that commitment to creating healthy and safe workplaces, which, of course, is uh, vital for everyone's day-to-day lives. I'm joined now on the line by the BC Federation of Labor President, Laird Kronk. Laird, thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So I just wanted to start by getting you to maybe paint a picture of what we saw here earlier today. Around 10.30 this morning, there was a moment of silence that that was held to pay tribute to those who have been lost uh, at the workplace here over the course of the past year. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, start with that. How did that go this morning?
1: Thanks, Jeff. Look, every year, uh, April 28th, is a uh, seriously important day in the calendar for all working people, all British Columbians, and we honour... Um, those who have lost their lives or become uh, ill or injured in the workplace the year before. And this year, what we did uh, is an unusual year, of course, because of the COVID-19 crisis. We couldn't be together physically, so we did a virtual ceremony with uh, videos. We partnered with WCB and the BC Business Council and the Vancouver uh, District Labor Council, and we had a, a virtual ceremony for folks
0: and and how was that attended i mean obviously most people are probably used to having that in-person session but uh, you know you tried to change things up this year how, how was the attendance
1: uh well we, we had a lot of feedback after i should say and i want to repeat here uh, as we did earlier today uh our our grief is shared and and we honor those who who did lose their lives last year there were 196 british Columbians who lost their lives because of work last year and uh and we want to bring our condolences to the family, the friends, the co-workers. I, in terms of today, we had a lot of feedback afterwards. Uh, surprising, I suppose, uh, in these odd times where you couldn't be together. But we did have uh, quite an uptake from folks who wouldn't normally be able to participate physically. So we received a lot of messages the folks that enjoyed the fact that they could actually virtually participate.
0: Now, you, you mentioned 196 individuals who, who lost their lives in the past year due to a, a workplace incident, which is, you know, one is far too many, and 196 is is way beyond numbers that I think uh, people would be comfortable with in, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, just how important do you think it is to remember those individuals who were lost? And, and you know, clearly we, we have to learn from the mistakes that were made in each of those individual cases to make sure things like that don't happen again.
1: Well, it's so incredibly important, health and safety in the workplace. Every worker, every worker in this province, in this country, uh, deserves to come home safe at the end of the day the way they went to work. And unfortunately, every year, uh, tragically, people lose their lives because of their jobs. So we not only mourn for the dead uh, on April 28th, but we do recommit to the living that are working. Uh, We recommit to occupational health and safety standards. We still have a long way to go, Jeff. We have... um, uh, things have mu- uh, greatly improved but for example asbestos is still uh, a problem for workers they're still being exposed and it can be it can be days it could be weeks months or even years later that that manifests into a deadly disease multiple deadly diseases so uh, we need to recommit and continue to fight hard for all of those as we remember and honor those who lost their lives tragically
0: and, and just talking about, you know, those things where, we look, you know, you mentioned asbestos is something that, you know, it feels like we've been trying to get rid of that stuff for a long time. And yet there are still uh, cases where, where it is around and, and the issues that can come with that. You mentioned days, weeks, years later where we experience uh, or, or see the effects of that. But uh, I also wanted to look at a problem, obviously, that's in our workplace right now in this uh, COVID-19 that we're dealing with. I mean, we're seeing cases, um, you know, popping up with uh, outbreaks and, you know, we saw the poultry facilities here in Vancouver hoover here not too long ago i mean when we're looking at things like this and 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 we've seen the health minister talk about how important it is to not come into work sick but it's something that i know a lot of people have trouble with if i have the sniffles so that's not usually a good enough reason for me to stay home for the day but you know how how much of of an awareness do you think needs to come up right now in this particular time that we're dealing with to make sure that you know people aren't coming into work sick because it's not just about you it's about everyone that you work with
1: Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, these are these there is no script or manual for this time. Here we are in this deadly disease and, and we need to follow the health or um, provincial health officers guidance. Like, it's incredibly important that workers don't go to work uh, when they're sick, that they self-isolate. And we didn't have protections for workers to stay home. You could be fired for uh, being away from work sick when this pandemic started. And I'm very pleased we called for and the government heard us and others change the legislation in British Columbia so that you cannot be fired uh, for not uh, for self-isolating and doing the right thing from the provincial health orders. But there are other factors, Jeff, and we need to make sure that workers don't end up in an untenable decision where there's no sick pay uh, from their employer and they... Um, and you know, or they're still worried that something might happen even with the legislation. So I think it's really important to change the culture to make sure workers have the protections they need to stay home. And it's not even a, a business-friendly model uh, at all for workers to come in sick. It never has been, and right now it's a deadly model. If if they come in, other workers get sick and other citizens get sick, and, and we need to work on this together, and we need every worker that's still at work. I'm so proud of our supply chain workers that are doing the hard work to, so that we can stay home and beat this thing. Uh, I'm honored by the work they do, and and uh, just they're incredible, and I think we need to make sure, absolutely make sure that they are all safe as well. Have the proper PPE, that they have the proper distancing, and that the, um, you know, the health and safety on their work sites needs to be stellar. And the employer has a responsibility there. Uh, so does WCB and government, and uh, we need to keep our workers safe.
0: Well, Laird, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to come on and speak to me today. A very important day, I think, just to you know to, to commemorate those who, who have been lost on the job. But uh, more importantly, I think even, even uh, moving forward, that we learn from those mistakes and make sure that those don't happen again. One death is too many, and 196, you mentioned, is just uh, beyond comprehensible almost for me. But uh, thank you so much for raising the awareness. Really do appreciate it, and, and thanks so much for doing this.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Happy to be here and stay
0: safe. You as well. That's Laird Kronk, the president of the BC Federation of Labor. And yeah, just to reiterate one more time, if you are sick, stay home. I know uh, when I'm sitting around someone who uh, isn't feeling the best, it doesn't make for the most comfortable work setting. So uh, please, if you're you're sick, stay home. More important now uh, than ever before.